Hello, and welcome to the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast, powered by Jetro and Associates. Get ready for another action-packed episode from our team that will help you save time, taxes, and keep more money in your pocket. Hello, and welcome back. I'm your host, Mike Jezoshak, and I'm a CPA and founder over at Jetro, an innovative accounting firm servicing small business owners across the country. And today I have uh, Lisa Ransom, another CPA on our tax team again on today. As we just continue to get closer to you, Ren, there's some topics that we want to bring to your attention uh, that are going to be important to you to consider as we, as we look to close out the year. So Lisa, welcome to the show. Thanks, Mike. So today uh, on this episode, we want to talk about two topics specifically, and that's going to be the S-Corporation reasonable salary. Again, this is only applicable if you're an S-Corporation. And then we're also going to be talking about self-employed health insurance and how that needs to be treated on your specific tax returns. So Lisa's going to get started with the S-Corporation reasonable salary, and then I'm going to hop in and talk about some of the self-employed uh, health insurance and how that should be treated. So business owners who elect to be treated as an S-Corporation are basically employees of the corporation. So being that they're an employee of the corporation, the IRS requires them to take a reasonable salary. So that can take on many forms. Uh, there's a couple of ways to determine a reasonable salary. Uh, one way is there is a calculation. So basically you look at what type of tasks you do in your daily business. Um, it could be administrative tasks, it could be service tasks, whatever may have you. And then what we do is we look at what the industry standards um, of that task is and based and it's important to know by state. So if you look at by state, what other uh, industries uh, that are typical to your industry, what they pay a typical employee doing the same type of work, that's what we look to to see what a reasonable salary would be. So it's, it's a little involved calculation, but it's a really great substantiation of um, for the business owner to determine what would be a reasonable salary. Another quick way to determine a reasonable salary is to take a percentage of your net income. And because net income can change regularly throughout the year, um, this one can be a little tricky, but it also is an option for business owners. And typically what would require um, of net income, for example, anywhere to 30 to 50% of your net income you could take as a reasonable salary. So any one of those two options are viable and um, you, you can choose determining uh, whatever your preference is, whatever makes sense in the situation. Yeah, and I think the, the key here is that if you're organized as an S corporation, you need to make sure that that, that salary is taken before your rent. So if you haven't ran a reasonable compensation salary yet this year, or um, you think your reasonable compensation might be too low, uh, think about running those calculations to see what you should be running as a salary and make sure it's done before your rent so that when it comes to tax time, the reasonable compensation is taken care of and, and you're all set there. And again, this is just for S corporations. And so the idea behind it is the IRS requires that reasonable salary. If you don't, it can raise some red flags. So as Lisa mentioned, there's a couple different ways to calculate that. Um, some is easier than the others, but either way you do it, just try to have some documentation support as to why that's a reasonable compensation and kind of why you're choosing that for, for your business. Um, and when it comes to self-employed health insurance, this gets a little bit complicated depending on how your business is set up. Um, so if you're a business owner that's paying your own health insurance, that is a business deduction. Now how you get that business deduction depends on the type of business that you have. So if you have a single member LLC or a sole proprietorship, you're actually just going to take that deduction on 
uh, your personal return. So it's not going to go on your, your schedule C or your business return. It's just going to go on your personal return, but you do get a full deduction for that self-employed health insurance premiums. If you're set up as an S corporation, things get a little bit tricky and you have to make sure you're doing it correctly. So as a S corporation, the health insurance that you pay would be paid through the business. It would be a deduction for the business, but then you need to include it in your W-2. So your W-2 income is going to go up and you're going to see that health insurance premium on there. Um, so it's important that if you are an S corporation paying for your self-employed health insurance, make sure that you are talking to your payroll provider to make sure that uh, health insurance premium is included in your W-2. So you get the deduction on the business side, you include it in your W-2, and then you deduct it again on your personal side. So the actual deduction end, ends up happening on the personal side, uh, but you get you know, you do have to run it through your W-2. So it's just important that um, you're, you're keeping track of exactly how, we're, how you're um, reporting your self-employed health insurance, whether it's a sole proprietor that's just on your personal return, or if you're set up as an S corporation, it's going through your W-2. So again, as we get to year end, we're just gonna continue to talk about various topics that are important to you. These two are key ones that need to be done before year end. The reasonable salary for an S corporation, make sure you're running a salary, and then evaluating now here in December, kind of what is reasonable, what isn't reasonable. And then when it comes to health insurance, just make sure you're treating it correctly. If you're set up as a single member LLC or sole proprietor, that's just gonna end up going on your personal return. But if you're an S corporation, there's a few more hoops that you have to jump through and you need to make sure that that's included um, on your W-2. So be sure to reach out to your payroll provider. Um, thanks again for tuning in to another episode and I will see you next week. Now, one last thing before I go, don't forget to check out our podcast website at www.taxsavingspodcast.com. That's taxsavingspodcast.com. This is a great resource to go and check out our most recent episodes, as well as find extra items if you want to take what we discuss here and dive deeper. Again, also join our Facebook group where we share tons of value and you have the opportunity to bring situations you are faced with to the table, and we'll help you out in that Facebook group, and other business owners will support you as well. You can join by simply searching in Facebook for the Small Business Tax Secrets Group. Again, it's a Facebook group called Small Business Tax Secrets, and there should be a group that pops up that you can join. This has been another episode of the Small Business Tax Savings Podcast from the team at Jetro and Associates. If you have any questions, feel free to email them, tax at jetrotax.com. We have packages for small business owners starting at just $75 a month. If you enjoyed our podcast, please take the time out to give us a five-star review in iTunes or wherever you listen. This helps us to bring you useful tips to help you grow your small business. Thanks for listening and have a great day.